0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here today with your favorite sex hosts, Andrew and Spring, talking about your questions about love, sex, romance, whatever you want. We'll talk about it. And keep sending us your questions. Um, We have quite a few in the list, but we're always interested for what you're thinking about. How are you doing today, Spring?
1: I'm doing so great, but mostly, I mean, you sent me a text a few days ago that I have been dying to talk to you about. Um, You texted me... That you did yoga, and it's all I've been thinking about. I mean, you know, I do yoga every day. I'm obsessed with yoga. I teach yoga. And what, what, you did yoga? What happened?
0: <laughs> I mean, so there's a bunch of things that happen. First of all, like, y- you are one of my favorite people, and I know you do it all the time. And like, you look good and you feel good afterwards. Like, I can tell when I've talked to you on days when you've done it before and after our conversation. <laughs> So it's good. I also work this, with this really awesome person who's constantly like, she used to be all the way up to a size eight. I know, like size eight. Now she's down to a size two. She's like, like, what are you doing? And she's like, you know what? I'm just eating right. I shed my husband and I do some yoga. So she pressures me all the time to do it. Uh, so I did yoga in college, you know, just a couple years ago when I was an undergrad. <laughs> and... Uh, I decided that, you know, like I want to do yoga with Spring. Spring Spring has talked multiple times about doing a private session, which I really need. Um, And then uh, my friend Patricia wants me to really do it. I'm like, you know what? If I'm ever going to do it, I don't want to be a real newbie in the class. So now I'm using um, some YouTube videos for like basic yoga. Uh, And I don't think I'm doing a lot of the poses right. But I definitely feel good at the end of doing them. And most of them are only like 10 to 20 minutes long. Um, So it's short enough that I can always make time to do it. Uh, But it's pretty fun. And I I like it. Like my big, my overall big life fitness goal is not to look a certain way or to be a certain weight, but I want to do three active things a day. And I think if I can get that yoga in the mix, it will like automatically get me to two. So then I only have to like seek out an additional like active fun thing to do every day.
1: Well, let me just say that. I do believe that every single person would love yoga. They just have to find the right style of yoga and the right teacher for them because there's so many. And another thing that I always recommend is actually just doing a few minutes a day. And I had a teacher once that um, told me she wanted me to do just like 10 minutes of yoga every day. And even if that meant I only did 70 minutes of yoga in a week, that was better than going to one 90-minute class because the benefit that you get from that little bit every day is much more. And it's not about the total time amount spent per day, but that commitment to doing that little bit each day and really setting aside that time for yourself. So I'm so proud of you. And I think that that is super exciting. And anybody else that wants to talk about yoga and have a yoga podcast with me, let's go.
0: And I think yoga is a really fun, like yoga spring. And I agree kind of about the world in many ways. Uh, like you all know, I'm like no mysticism, no magic, no spirituality, none of that. Like, I don't believe in ghosts or like if someone tells me about chakras, like spring sees my face. I'm like, Ugh! but I think yoga is one of those things. Like that's where I need the right teacher. One of the reasons I didn't like it in college is the person who was teaching me kept going on and on about the spiritual benefits. And I'm like, honey, Honey, <laughs> I just need to stretch out and relax, and uh, and that's what I'm doing, and it's great. But uh, I think about you when I'm doing it too, and I was so excited when I sent you the text. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it more than one day, but after I did my first session, I was like, you know what, this is good. Um, and I actually got my partner to agree to do some of the. He needs flexibility training. Like I can put my feet behind my head and do hand springs, and like he can barely turn his head, so he's going to join me too. So it's contagious in a really good way.
1: Awesome, I'm so and excited. speaking
0: of my partner this is a lovely segue into our question for the day um and i think it's going to be a pretty short answer because i know what i want to say already so um <laughs> someone submitted a question do you believe in soulmates
1: and the answer is communication <laughs> okay that's not our answer today okay
0: <laughs> for the first time ever no uh, i mean I always, when we get these questions, want to know like why people are asking them, what's the context behind it? Um, Like what is going on inside of their life and their head and their relationships where they ask the question? So, I mean, I I don't know anything other than someone asked like, do you believe in soulmates? Like, did you just break up? Are you with the perfect person? Um, I I think the real question here is like, is there the one?
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's what people really mean. Like, is it one person that is the soulmate that I'm looking for? I think that's what a lot of people mean when they say, like, do you believe in soulmates? Um, And yeah, I mean, I think, I think you and I both agree that one person can have multiple soulmates. Is that
0: what you would say? spring like if we're looking for someone who's been by your side and loving and supportive of all of your endeavors and non-judgmental like you've been my yeah, soulmate know, for like, like totally. 20 years
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, so wait 20 I, years didn't you just
0: finish undergrad two years ago well it I took me a long time no uh <laughs> <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Um, no, I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways that you can look at it. Uh, in all honestly, in all honesty, if, if someone asked me the question, like, do you believe in the one that there is one perfect person for you that that is everything you need and can fulfill your social needs and emotional needs and physical needs and sexual needs and travel needs and all of those other needs that you have, like the needs that you've not discovered that you've had that change right? Like your needs change over time. No, obviously not. There is no such thing as the one. Like, and do I believe in soulmates? Like, no, I don't. Like, I think that all relationships take a lot of work and a lot of energy and a lot of effort. And you have to keep putting that work in from the beginning throughout the entire thing. So, uh, I mean, I don't want to make fun of the person who submitted this question. I think it's a serious question because the whole world around us is constantly telling us that like, you need to find this perfect one other person. No. Like you need to find someone who you really like, who you can work on and build a life together. And that you're honest with like, you know what? We are best friends and we're really close and you fulfill a lot of who I need as a person. And you're a really good other half or other third, whatever the other portion (laughs) is. But like, I mean, I I can't consciously say to our listeners that like go out there and find that perfect other person.
1: So, I think that, you know, a lot of people can be a perfect other person um, because we also need a lot of different things at certain times in our life. And I think also that the way that someone can be a perfect other person is by having other supports in your life. So if you have a really amazing relationship and a really strong connection with someone, The way that you're going to facilitate that connection, being uh, so healthy and strong for such a long period of time is by having other supports that are going to uh, help you through that and help you through your relationship and help you with your um, ups and downs and the things that your partner can't help you with, because no one person can do everything for you.
0: I mean, I mean. Everything around us, though, like movies, media, Instagram, television shows, like all of it kind of creates that fantasy narrative that that person is supposed to be out there. And it always makes me a little bit sad when someone asks this question, because I assume it comes from a place of loneliness or a place of, you know, like failed previous relationships because of all of those expectations that they, you know, have thrown upon, and I think it's really destructive for future relationships too, when you start asking these questions. Because what happens when that other person isn't perfect or leaves you feeling, you know, like you didn't give me everything I need across all of all of who I am as a person? I think it's a dangerous precedent to and a dangerous question to ask because it sets you up for disappointment And it sets you up for relationship failure. I mean, and and I think the way that Spring framed it, like there are many different perfect partners or good partners for you over all of your different needs. Um, But we're going to keep talking about this. Uh, We need to take Mm -hmm. a break. So we'll be right, right back. Soulmates, all of you. You're all my soulmates. You're all fulfilling me while we're on break. All right, everybody.
1: So, yeah, I mean, let me just kind of give an example that I think might help illustrate kind of what I was talking about. I have a best friend who I'm very close with who she and I talk about everything all the time. And we talk about how our relationship is deeper than like a lot of my other friends. And she thinks even, you know, it's more than best friends. Like we have a very, very close relationship where We talk about everything all the time. And one of the things that she really does for me is helps me be the best in my romantic relationships because I have her to help process. I have her to help run text by before I send them. I have her to help practice the conversations I want to have. And it's because I have her that I can have such successful relationships with people that I could, you know, consider a soulmate. And so I think that, you know, it's more than finding somebody that is a soulmate to be your soulmate. It's also making sure that you're well supported through other people that can give you that opportunity to actually have a successful relationship with a, with a quote soulmate.
0: I mean, I think there's a ton of examples of people really look at their life how this works. I've been with my partner for a long time. Uh, he likes really terrible action movies, and <laughs> I dislike them. Like I, I go leave the like. He kind of likes taking me to the movies though, because he wants to start another podcast of like Andrew hates movies, where I just talk about all the things that are wrong with how <laughs> terrible most action <laughs> movies are. Uh, a lot of people like to listen to me rant, apparently, but. Um, <laughs> My best friend in the world, uh, loves like Alan. Well, Alan is my partner. Um, (laughs) My best friend in the world, uh, who's not Alan also likes trashy action movies that I hate. So now when they want to go see an action movie, they go together, they fill that need that they have for terrible action movies. And I get to sit at home with my dog. Like what could be better? Right. Um, I mean, I think in everybody in your life, if you think about it, you can think about like, I have really good, healthy relationships with this person, romantic relationships, emotional relationships. But like Spring said with her friend, like having that sounding board or having that support network outside of that relationship or having someone to go to an action movie with or a drag, whatever those things are that you like that your partner doesn't is really good. Um, When you say soulmate, I think people assume that you're going to have 100% of your interests in common or want to do stuff together all the time or want. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely not. But you can have other people around you that really build you up and build up your relationship and make your relationship with your partner or primary partners or however your relationships work in your life better. Uh, Yeah,
1: for sure. So, I mean, I guess... When people are also talking about, like, do you believe in soulmates? Do you believe in the one? They are kind of also like, how am I supposed to find, like, the one? Like, if it is, like, only a small number or one person that I'm going to really connect with, like, how is it that I'm going to find them?
0: (laughs) I, I, I mean, let's see. Log into Tinder, make a profile, (laughs) rate swipe for like 45 minutes and hope one of them works out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but I think that that connection there is really um, that the possibility for someone to be a soulmate, I feel like it's almost always there. Like it really is the, like if you have a good connection with someone, like, you could have a successful relationship with them if you both put in the work, you know?
0: Successful? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> no, well, I mean, I think that if you want to have someone that you call a soulmate, you need to be working and practicing on other relationships first right? Like you need to have good friendships and understand how friendship works because for you to have a soulmate, you have to understand how important friendship is. And I mean, to be really pragmatic about it, for you to have a soulmate or a really good, you know, partner, I think that you have to have practice sex too and practice relationships and practice communication. You have to listen to all of our episodes and understand everything and send us some more questions. No, I mean, (laughs) but but, I mean, I think it takes a lot of self-reflection too. Um, so sometimes people are out there searching outside of themselves or, or dating tons of people looking for the perfect soulmate. I think that like you have to really look inside and think about yourself and think about who you are as a person, think about your strengths and your weaknesses and the kind of person that you need to, you know, bolster your weaknesses and who you can bolster as well. Um, I mean, I don't know. So I get, I'm not, I can't even talk sometimes cuz I get what? frustrated thinking about what's really going on. I, I I mean I'm really sorry listener whoever submitted this question. I mean I hope that it is coming from a place of you wanting to do better or like wanting better relationships and not coming from a place where you feel really bad about yourself because a like spring said, like how do you find this perfect person and you've not been able to find them or B like your expectations are so high that you're unhappy in all of the relationships you have because they're not living up to this impossible standard.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that's really interesting to think about too is this like This perfect scenario that we create in our heads that is very highly likely influenced by Hollywood movies right about what this perfect relationship is supposed to look like, and I think that everybody's you know. their best relationship will look very different and very few of them will look like what we see represented in popular media. And I think that's something to really take some time considering like what, what is important to me in a, um, long-term partner and, um, how, how might these things look and also, um, taking some time to think about what isn't realistic in what you're seeing around you. And that could be in social media, that could be in popular media. Um, that could be, you know, whatever you're seeing around you, like just taking some time to critically analyze, like, is that? Is that true? Is that an accurate representation? Is that something I should be looking for? Um, to just have a little time to reflect on those things.
0: And then go into the, your your life, look at the people around you, like look at your parents or grandparents or aunts or uncles or people in your community, like find people who you think have really good relationships, or at least they seem good from the outside. And then talk with those people, like what makes your relationship work? Like look for evidence, like talk to those people for those relationships that you're looking for, because I think modeling healthy relationships based off of people who have healthy relationships, as opposed to people who have fake Media relationships is probably a really good starting point if you want to find that better person. Um, And I think something else that's really important when we're talking about finding a good match um, is the level of compromise that it really takes. Uh, When you start dating someone at the beginning, you are not being honest about yourself. You're not being honest about your appearance. You're not being honest about how clean your bedroom or bathroom are or your clothes or the time you like you're trying to put forward the best version of yourself and that other person is too. And I think it's kind of sweet that like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to like make every part of myself sparkle. Cause I'm trying to get to know somebody. Um, but in some ways, I think the way that we have dating culture set up uh, in the United States and many other parts of the world is set up to make people fail because you can't keep that perfect. You know, I wake up in the middle of the night and brush my teeth so that in the morning that if I lean over and give my, you know, potential future soulmate, a kiss, Mm -hmm. I still have minty fresh breath and I brushed my hair and I look perfect. All the, like, I mean, we're looking for people based on false expectations or like out of control expectations, but we're also sort of building them in ourselves the way that we portray ourselves when we date. Now, I'm not saying look like a schlep, like don't be like your normal filthy. I just want to sit on my underwear on the couch and watch bad reality television mm-hmm. for your first date. Like do be, be a better version of yourself. Um, But I think if we change the way that we look at dating altogether and realize that the entire thing is creating like this perfect fake self that we're never going to be able to maintain in a relationship, but know that the other person is doing the same thing. I think that would really help, especially at the beginning of the relationships, kind of laugh about how crazy it is when we're moving forward, um, trying to find partner or partners. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do I don't know. This whole this whole dating thing kind of gets me riled up uh, where it could be so fun, but we put so many crazy parameters around it that it ends up making most people feel pretty bad most of the time when they're trying to find partners.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there is a lot of value in trying to be a little more authentic um, earlier on in relationships. And, you know, I don't think that means uh you don't put effort into um being in the best version of yourself i think you know we always actually want to be the best versions of ourselves but i think that you know taking um some time to also uh you know calm down, do some deep breaths or meditating before you go on a date so that you like kind of can check in with where you are and like think about what you might want out of that date so that then when you go, you're like calm and you're able to be yourself and you know what you're there for. Um, You know, there's a lot of things we can do to like move with more authenticity in our lives.
0: So if we're talking about authenticity, we know that there are one is not an authentic partner right like kind of building to the end the crescendo of this episode um you are the one for yourself right like if we're talking about it like you need to be that perfect person and you need to understand yourself and once you got that figured out well then you can like make a million dollars or like you know (laughs) release a book um but i think that's probably the most important part of this question like if you're looking for this perfect person outside of yourself who's going to fulfill you and is going to fulfill all of your needs and is going to change with you and grow with you over your lifespan like i think that's a, a a very lofty goal i think if you look inside and look at yourself and say like this is the person i am and these are the things that i have to offer and this is what i'm going to need i think you'd probably be a lot healthier overall and finding a better partner or a best partner, or you know, having a partner that goes to the crappy science fiction movies with you, and then having a partner who will take you to Downton Abbey. I don't know. <laughs> Spring won't take me to Downton Abbey. She hates people in period costumes, so she doesn't period fulfill that role for clothing
1: me. Is not my favorite, um, but clothing for periods is very interesting to me. On the other hand. <laughs> so i we should do an
0: episode about that someone submit a question about clothing for periods and period clothing because i'll talk about both and spring will just get pissed off on one side it will be like <laughs> the reverse of most of our episodes i don't know are we at the end <laughs> i think we are at the tip do you have a tip for everybody out there today spring I mean, I
1: think we've given so many tips throughout this episode. But I mean, I think that um, the main tip I would have is to um, not kind of romanticize, you know, this version of what might be out there and just really be um, true to yourself in all your interactions. And you will find, I think, things beyond what you could have hoped for.
0: Wow, that was so inspirational. <laughs> Mine's a lot more pragmatic. No, I mean, I the whole thing has been me just kind of like Going on and on about tips. At, at the end of the day, uh, no, there is no perfect one other person. There is no soulmate. There is no perfect match. It's all about making real expectations, about compromising, at realize to realize that you are not going to be the same person in five and ten years and neither will that other person. And unless you work on that relationship every single day, regardless of how perfect they might feel for you right now, they're not going to be perfect for you then. So you need to talk to them every single day and you need to work on your relationship every single day.
1: Every single day.
0: That's Every it, day. All right. So we are at the end of our show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, if you have any questions or any, want any follow-up for this show, just let us know. Um, or if you have additional questions about love or relationships or sex or sexual health, uh, you can email us. Uh, our email is thesexwrap at gmail.com. You can uh, call us at 413 i it. And you should check out our social media. We're really active on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Feel free to DM us there. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Bye